Blog Talk Radio. Paul Lawrence Van hosts the Wealthy Speaker Talk Radio Show, an exciting and entertaining show. Listeners, fans, and followers are inspired, motivated, and discover strategies that assist them in improving their personal and professional life. Tune in, listen in, and phone in with questions. Encourage your family, friends, and colleagues to tune in as well. Tune in, listen in, and call in with questions at 516-453-9480 and or join Paul and guest experts in the web chat room, www.blogtalkradio.com slash Van. We look forward to you joining us for another amazing episode of the Wealthy Speaker Radio Show. Good day, everyone. Your host, Paul Lawrence Van, for another great episode. And today we have a guest expert on who works and shares, is going to share expertise on dog tag bakeries and how it works for disabled and transitioning veterans. And first, before I go over her bio, I want to introduce her to the show, Claire Whitco. Welcome to the Wealthy Speaker Talk Radio Show. Great. Thank you so much, Paul. Looking forward to chatting with you today. Fantastic. And I'll go over her bio just a little bit, and then we'll get started. And again, uh, she provides the uh, programs for uh, dog tag bakeries, and it acts as a living business school for transitioning veterans with service-connected disabilities. She also works with military spouses and caregivers. And in fact, she provides oversight for the entire fellowship program from curriculum development and recruitment through program management and alumni relations. And uh, we're going to talk about this today because any time that we're talking about veterans and helping them out as they transition, it's a good thing and it's a great day. So, Claire, if you're ready, I'm ready. Absolutely. I'm ready for it, Paul. Thank you. Fantastic. Uh, So, Claire, how does this holistic business school program serve your ideal clients, if you would just expound on that a bit in terms of the curriculum, what it consists of, and even more. Absolutely. Um, so again, thank you so much for having me on today. Um, our So Dog Tag Bakery, we're a bakery based in Washington, D.C., and um, it really came together. We actually have two co-founders who uh, founded this idea, Father Richard Curry, who actually passed away a couple of years ago, unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, and Connie Milstein. Um, the two of them had uh, various background and experiences in um, working with veterans, working with military spouses, and also a love of baking and, and uh, bringing people together in community. So um, they... The marriage of their two ideas came together to create Dog Tag Bakery, which is really um, exactly as you said. It's it's a living business school for veterans with service-connected disabilities, military spouses, and caregivers. And our idea behind it is not just to create um, entrepreneurs or just to create, um, you know, make sure that there are jobs for people. It's really about rediscovering purpose and finding their confidence and really finding that sense of community through this fellowship program. So our program is uh, we run a five-month fellowship twice a year. Um, At most we have about – it's a pretty small cohort. Um, It's about 15 fellows per cohort. And the idea is that they take courses from Georgetown University and um, receive a certificate in business administration, as well as then they use our bakery as an actual living business school. So they apply the lessons that they're learning in the Georgetown classes to an actual working bakery um, and and really understand the ins and outs. So 
in the back of house, but also our finances, our human resources, our fundraising, and really understand what it takes to run a business. But then we also oh, bring in fantastic. about 100 – yeah, sorry, I'm at, there's, we've got so much to it. So um, we've got to bring in probably about 150 different guest speakers to help with networking and skill building, and then also focus on holistic care. So um, we're not a, a health organization, but we really focus on bringing in – um, you know, focusing on reflection, well-being, um, and storytelling so that fellows are able to really understand what is their story and how do they want to share their story, um, sometimes for the first time out loud to folks who are in who they are outside of the military. So there's a lot of uh, work that's being done with um, inside and outside of the program. Um, but really, it's about fellows finding what it is that they're looking for and discovering success for themselves in their next steps. Ah, fantastic. And do you have uh, uh, members of the service who are coming in who are from the different branches of the service as well? Absolutely, yes. So we have an extremely diverse group of of individuals who we bring in all different ages, races, backgrounds, um, and and definitely service. We represent all five branches of the military. Ah, great, fantastic. And, again, that's just an awesome program, and doing it through Georgetown. Georgetown has some really great programs, too, and it's great to see Absolutely. that they have this, yeah, this connection here as well. And uh, so thank you for that. If you could please uh, share how your extensive experience working with higher education, with programming, uh, leadership development, training, and nonprofit management is serving your ideal clients at Dog Tag Bakery. Absolutely. So uh, I've worked in uh, higher education, as you mentioned, and and in different universities, as well as working with a lot of different fellowship programs for um, various populations. And what I've really learned uh, through working with all of those is definitely how to craft a program or even revise based on really it's about each individual and each group Uh, can be very different. You might have a program that you've got planned out and realizing it's not going to work for every group that you work with. Uh, but so much of it is really about compassion and really understanding the human needs of, of individuals. And, and most important, of course, nothing ever goes according to plan. <laughs> so you can have the best laid plan. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but as we know currently, as everyone probably experiences oh, yeah. COVID um, in particular, but, um, you know, oh, you, yeah. can, you can plan a lot and that's helpful, but it's really about being flexible um, and, and particularly now learning how people learn and, and how can we help them achieve their goals. So quite a Absolutely. few things mixed in there. Yeah, and as you stated, that unexpected, a lot of times that does also bring about a lot of creativity as well. And, and perhaps some of that creativity may not have been planned. However, it all comes together in the end, which is really wonderful. Exactly. So, uh, thank you for sharing that. And mm-hmm. uh, Claire, uh, given that COVID-19 uh, and the impact it has had, and how has Dog Tag uh, Bakery uh, been able to pivot its business model to offset the pause in business and the economy uh, we're, we've experienced over the last over, say, 100 days? Great question. I'm, I know we're all uh, going through this together and trying to figure out what, what's happening. Um, we've been very fortunate we were able to pivot very quickly. Pivot is a very big word at Dog Tag. It's really about, mm-hmm. uh, we tell our fellows that, so we were able to show them exactly how we had to do that too. Um, but we were able to move our program virtually and adapt pretty quickly um, when, when everything pretty much started happening across the country, across the world. Um, it was actually our spring break in our program. So we had a, about a week, um, which isn't a lot of time, but at least it felt like a long time to figure out how to repurpose our program, which is very much about being in person and high touch, to being able to do so 
virtually over Zoom um, because we do we are able to provide each of our fellows with a, a laptop for use during their program. So there was able to be still able to be accessible for everybody. Um, in terms of our, our bakery, we we did um, we had to slow down some operations. Um, we started offering more curbside and delivery and shipping options. Right. Um, we did have to pause everything for a, about a month or so, but we're very excited. We're back up. We're shipping and delivery, and actually just this week, um, we're able to open our doors again um, to customers to come into the bakery and um, you know obviously keeping social distancing rules in and and obviously cleanliness is the most important, but. Um, we're really happy to be back back up and running and hopefully give people a bit of a smile with a brownie and, uh, and a cookie these days. Oh, see, now I'm going to have to come over there right now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's we fantastic. And, 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 and mark me down, I will be down uh, probably before this month is, is out to get me an order, pick-up order. Oh, good. And, uh, okay, good. I'll have to... I have to ride my stationary bike once I get home, but I'm going to, going to do that. So we'll we'll set that up as well. <laughs> Absolutely, and, and I, we're here to help. And I you think know. That it, yes, and and looking at this, I know, uh, and this is a little different uh, from one of the questions I was going to ask, but I know you've done a lot mm-hmm. of work in the past over the years uh, with some of the um, some one that may have been presidential. Would you want to share that story a little bit? I, I happen to do some research on your site there. Absolutely. So um, we were very fortunate. We had uh, some surprise guests um, in 2018. Um, so it's almost two years ago now. Um, former President Obama and Vice President, um, and obviously, uh, you know, soon soon to be uh, yeah. running uh-huh. um, candidate <laughs> Biden. Biden. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Were, came by the bakery. We actually had only uh, our CEO only had about five minutes notice, um, and so she wow. couldn't. She wasn't allowed to tell anybody. Um, so they uh-huh. they showed up and word got out pretty quickly, and they were wonderful. Um, you know, they met with all of our fellows who were there at the time, just chatting with them and talking about the work that they were doing and the businesses that they were starting and just their life experiences. They ordered um, some sandwiches and, and of course cookies and brownies from our bakery, um, met with our staff members, and actually just allowed uh, a lot of members of the community to come in. So we um, were very, very appreciative to have such recognition. Um, Again, we're a small uh, nonprofit that is trying to do good work over the time, and just having some um, large-scale recognition was just really wonderful. It was um, for a small organization. We had a lot of news outlets reaching out to us afterwards, which was great, but, um, you know, really, really definitely took a lot on our team and we're really, we were just really Uh uh, pleased by the the recognition for sure. Oh, that's wonderful. That's a a great Mm -hmm. story to always be able to tell. And then of course on the website, people people can actually see it on there, but I, I think it's a great story. And, and the mission that you have and the vision that the co-founders have. And, of course, uh, for me, uh, for the uh, co-founder who has passed away, my regards to him and his family and for the co-founder who's remaining continued excellence in all that she does as well. Thank you. Yes, appreciate that. Okay. Now, um, as far as now I'm going to cover, I want to talk to you about the course of working with Dog Tag Bakery and what has been the most fulfilling experience you've had thus far and why. Absolutely. Um, Really, I think the power of our program really lies in the individuals that we serve. And so the opportunity is, as the director of programs, my role is really working very closely. As you you mentioned, working with our alumni and our fellows from 
truly, I guess, from soup to nuts, you could say. Um, so everything from uh-huh. recruitment, uh, getting to know people and what they're interested in, why they think, and encouraging them to apply for our program all the way through seeing the growth from when they actually get into our program to when they've finished and then beyond. It's it's just incredible. Um, it's Like I said before, we have a really diverse group of individuals. So it's it's getting to learn so much from them. Um, myself, I, my, both of my grandfathers served in World War II, but I do not have other, you know, post-9-11 military connections personally in my family. So I was a little bit less familiar with military, the current military lifestyle um, before I jo- joined DogTag. And I've just learned so much over the past almost three years um, of really understanding the complexity of what military life looks like today. So really getting a chance to not only understand military experience, but really what that looks like for people transitioning today and, and helping yeah. people to being just a part of their journey as they're trying to rediscover themselves and what they want and, and really trying to find out what success they're looking for. And I think the most important, the most uh, valuable part has really been seeing people grow in ways they never expected to. It's, it's truly a transformative process for them. Um, and it's just so rewarding. I'm still getting phone calls or texts from alumni um, who I, I saw what they were going through and now where they're feeling in just such a better place right now has just been, um, you know, that's why we do what we do for sure. Uh, most definitely, and it's really uh, wonderful to have those platforms and those opportunities for the transitioning veterans. And, of course, I know you also work with some of the military spouses and caregivers as mm-hmm. well, so it's a very holistic program uh, whereby uh, not just one segment of the population is learning, but also the spouses, which is always great, as well as the caregivers, especially uh, given COVID-19 and, and not only having a veteran who have a service-connected disability, but also that puts them at a greater risk, of course, with this pandemic taking place. So it, it gives them absolutely. that opportunity to work, work some things through, and that's, that's absolutely wonderful. Okay, mm-hmm. so thank you for sharing that, Claire. And I know that uh, you're also a 2020 Global Good Fund Fellow. And for you, how has been part of the fellowship transforming your leadership and social entrepreneur platform? Well, one thing I'm able to chat with you today, so that's been great. Uh-huh. Um, definitely <laughs> being connected um, to, to amazing folks like yourself, um, and really just the broader network of of both uh, fellow social entrepreneurs as well as just experts that we've been exposed to within the program has been really phenomenal, and and they've done a phenomenal job of pivoting during this program or during COVID, um, so that we're able to still access a lot of opportunities and and meet with a lot of experts and connect that way. Um, And then I'd say also personally, it's just really helped, uh, I mean, partly because of COVID, I think we've all taken a a step back in some ways, but it, you know, it coincided for me to be able to really take a step back. And I think the, the journey of being a Global Good Fund fellow is being able to step back and think more strategically about what's needed, um, what do I want for myself personally, but, but also what do, I, what do we need for the organization to really help us grow and, and maximize our, our opportunities. And for me, a big part of that is um, health and well-being, and the, you know, yeah. both individually, but then also I think we all need that right now. So it's being able to be that person individually, but also being able to support the others that I work with, especially during this time when we're all in need of that for sure. Yes. Yes, and I um, also uh, can recall that when we, this first came up, there were so many uh, crises management 
programs that mm-hmm. were being offered, not only with the Global Good Fund, but with some other organizations as well. One in particular uh, that I participate a lot in was the Small Business Development uh, Center yes. for the state of Maryland. And so there are a lot of uh, organizations that were giving and giving and giving because they knew this was such an unusual uh, situation. <laughs> and I must admit, I tell everyone I've seen more sunrises and sunsets than most people, but I've never seen anything like COVID-19. And yeah. I hope not to see it anytime again soon uh, once, once this one makes it through. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. So uh, one of the things I also wanted to ask you, Claire, is uh, what is the projection? I don't know if I've asked before, but what is the projection for Dog Tag Bakery in regards to where where do they go from now? We know uh, that new normal hasn't necessarily set in yet because it's still mm-hmm. being formulated. Mm-hmm. But what direction or path? Is Dog Tag Bakery heading in uh, going, let's say, over the next 12 to 18 months? That's a great question and one we are constantly discussing and thinking about as well. Um, We have, um, prior to COVID, we had been working for the past probably 12 to 18 months on an expansion plan. So our goal was to uh, really think we've had a lot of interest and uh, from across the country, from uh, supporters, from partners, as well as potential uh, fellows who were very interested in seeing our program move beyond the, the, the DMV area, the District Maryland, Virginia area. So we were exploring potentially another second location somewhere else in the country. Um, obviously, COVID had slowed down a lot of travel and a lot of economic development mm-hmm. at, um, over the past several months. So we've, we've been, again, pivoting um, to that word. And um, the goal is not to necessarily stop that, but it's to think about we want to obviously take stock of what's happening and thinking about when does it make sense for us to expand, and maybe expansion looks a little different than we initially planned. Um, but really the goal for us definitely over the next six months is to make sure that we are very secure and sustainable, continue to be sustainable in the Washington, D.C. area. Um, uh, number one for us, we're a very people-centered organization, so making sure that our the health and safety of our team is most important to us. So making sure everyone is is able to work, um, is, is healthy, um, that we can be up and running as, as the organization that we already are. Um, and that includes also our fellows and alumni and supporting them in ways that they need currently. So um, it's kind of twofold, um, but definitely first and foremost is really making sure that we've uh, been able to be stable and, and confident in the health and well-being of our, our whole community um, before we can actually figure out how to move forward into potential expansion. Yes, fantastic. And, and again, we're all challenged with it to figure it out. And there's no, I would say, boilerplate or standard. <laughs> True. And in many ways, things are starting all over again to a certain extent, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is great. Yep. Yeah, it'd be but, nice to have a specific roadmap oh, yeah. in some cases, but uh, that would that would be yeah. too easy, right? <laughs> exactly. It, it would just be uh, too easy, and it, it just wouldn't be right. We, now we have a mm-hmm. chance to start start something new and, and lay in a new blueprint for it, which is great. So thank you for mm-hmm. uh, providing that response. And uh, Claire, how can listeners learn more about you and the services you provide? If you could please share your contact information so our listeners can get in contact with you, uh, pick up some something from the bakery, such as what I will be doing, and uh, we can learn more <laughs> about the program for, for uh, transitioning uh, veterans as well. 
Absolutely. Uh, so our website is uh, www.dogtaginc.org. That's D-O-G-T-A-G-I-N-C.org. Um, so you can find out more about our program, about the application process, as well as then find out a link to our bakery and all the delicious things that we, we serve there. Um, you can visit us in Georgetown. Uh, we're just off of um, M Street. We're out in Wisconsin, um, just just south of the canal um, between, for those who might know, um, just north yes. of, the, of the waterfront and just south of the canal on Grace Street. Um, yes. But then um, also if anyone wants to email, happy to receive emails. And the best email to reach at is uh, fellowship at dogtagbakery.org. So we'd love to hear from folks um, and be happy to answer questions or, or share more information. And um, would love to see people in the bakery for brownies and cookies or um, coffee, um, or, or you know, whatever, if you want something a little healthier, we, we might have a few of those options, too. <laughs> we can't no, guarantee no, that. No we healthy. like butter a lot. <laughs> yes, 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 I love that. And, and I have two teams, so uh, they would definitely be uh, uh, oh, yes. partaking of that as well. So fantastic. Yes. But it was really uh, great having you on today's uh, episode of the Wealthy Speaker Talk Radio Show. And, again, it's part of the Global Good Fund Fellow Series, which is wonderful. Again, I want to let the listeners know uh, our guest today is Claire Whitco, and she talked to us today about her expertise in working with the Dog Tag Bakery and her work with disabled veterans, also with military spouses and caregivers, and they have an even broader uh, perspective with their fellowship program and the curriculum provide curriculum development, recruitment, as well as program management and alumni relations. So, Claire, thank you very much, and uh, I look forward to connecting with you, uh, getting my brownies, and and, and, uh, continued excellence to you and Dog Tag Bakery for all that you do. And uh, you have a wonderful day, and thank you so very much for being our honored guest today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, As well as our listeners. Okay. Absolutely. Have thank a great, you, Paul. Take care. All right. Have a great day, and thank you very much. You too. Goodbye. Bye. Okay. And uh, this uh, brings a conclusion to our episode today with uh, Claire Whitco. And, again, uh, she manages the programs for Dog Tag Bakeries, Inc., and it's a program that provides a um, – fellowship program for transitioning veterans with service-connected disabilities, and uh, she also works with military spouses and caregivers, and our listeners are really learned a lot today about Claire and, and how she oversees the entire fellowship program from the curriculum development to recruitment, program management, in addition to alumni relations. So this was a really a wonderful uh, interview with her and uh, she provided her contact information of which uh, you can listen to the archive or if you've written it down. And if you happen to be in the local uh, district, Maryland, Virginia area, the DMV, uh, stop on down. It's in that Georgetown area, and I plan on doing so within the next week and going down and get me a bag of goodies, of uh, brownies, and more. So, again, my time is up. I thank you for yours. Again, I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van. Thank you for tuning in to the Wealthy Speaker Talk radio show. And if you have family, friends, and colleagues, recommend this particular episode uh, to them. Uh, again, it's Claire Whitco and Dog Tag Bakery Incorporated. 
thank you very much, everyone. My time is up, and I thank you for yours. Have a great day, and goodbye. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in, listening in, and connecting with host Paul Lawrence Van and his guests. Encourage your family, friends, and colleagues to tune in to another episode of The Wealthy Speaker Show with Paul Lawrence Van. 